Hey everyone, welcome back to One Microphone for Two. Here's M. Welcome back, here's Sebolo. Um, we got a special guest today. Do you want to present yeah. yourself? Uh, hello, my name is Roland Font. I am a musician um, from America. He's a big musician from America, actually. <laughs> am, I, yeah. am I wrong, Sebolo? No, you're not wrong. Um, uh, if you don't know him, Roland has... Uh, I think 140k monthly streaming on Spotify, which yeah. is a pretty big number. So congrats on that. Thank you. Uh, 20k subs on YouTube, and um, uh, your most listened song uh, is like almost four million uh, streams, I think. So, which is hand over hand, by great. the way. Uh, hand over hand, yeah. Of course, check him out on uh, everything you can check him out on YouTube, Spotify. Uh, he has a website, he has a merch uh, site if you want to support him. Uh, What's the name of the website? Yeah. And um, yeah, and we're some, here to talk He's got him. some pretty cool merchandise. You got, you've got t-shirts and uh, sweaters, don't you? Yeah. 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 How much did they go for, by the way? Uh, like 35, 25 for a t-shirt, 35 for a um, hoodie, I think. I don't know. So super cheap, guys. Go on, uh, go on buy uh, his <laughs> merchandise because it's on uh, your single "Happy Life." Am I wrong? Uh, yeah, I think that it's on your life. album in general. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah there's one, one on "Happy Life" and out, one. Oh, sold out, Ro Roland. You better yeah. stock up then. I know, I know. I need to stock up. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so check his website, check his YouTube, his Spotify, Roland Font. Um, subscribe and obviously listen to his songs because they are fantastic. Um, Roland, are you ready with the questions? Because we've got plenty for you yeah, tonight. Yeah. Go ahead. Sevalo, shall I start? Very nice. Yeah, you shall start. Go okay, right so ahead. Roland, let's start from the beginning, okay? Sure. Um, when did you start making music and why? Um, I think I started writing songs in seventh grade, so I was 13, how old were you then? 13 or 14, I guess. I don't know how old seventh graders okay. are, maybe 12. Um, and it uh, it's just a fun way to spend your time. I don't think I had any specific reason, it's just uh, like, why does yeah. someone play soccer because it's fun, and then yeah, creative yeah, expression, just it's do a... it. Yeah, so I don't know. I think as as life progressed, I, you know, had more um, significant emotions that I needed to express properly, and mm -hmm. so music was helpful for that. But in the beginning, yeah, I think it was fun. It's just uh, fun. Do you want to um, talk about your first album? Sure. Uh, Which yeah. is your biggest hit so far yeah. right now? Yeah, yeah. If, I, if I'm not, yeah. Yeah, it's it's the only album I have out. Um, Let's see, where to start? What's the name of the album? <laughs> yeah, the album is called Sewing Kit. Okay. Um, it's eight songs, I think it's like 41 minutes. And uh, it's all in waltz time, which is interesting. Or mm -hmm. 6-4, uh, I guess. Um, okay, so I was in a band uh, when I was in college and there was some creative uh, friction because everybody had an equal say 
And then I decided, um, I think this might be better if I just do it by myself. So I yeah. set about recording an album. Uh, at the time, I could play piano, I could sing, and I could play guitar. Um, <laughs> but I didn't know anything about production or recording. Yeah. And then I had to figure out about bass, drums, and, and other instruments. So it was a pretty, pretty grueling process. Um, did you do it all by your own? Or yeah, yeah. Did you... I didn't do the mixing yeah. or the mastering, so those final steps, but the production and um, it was a lot more difficult than I figured it would be and took, I think it started to yeah. finish like three years. Um, but I Oof. came out of it like way more capable, obviously, than I, than I went into it, which is good because now when I work with other people, um, yeah. I can understand what they're doing more so than some other artists who might not really know what yeah, yeah. you got more experience yeah so. yeah, yeah, yeah i really so i really understand you i i've been trying to get into production lately too and it's it's a mess honestly it's it's, yeah. a, it's a long process yeah it's, it's way crazy. harder than you you really have to commit yourself to it i talk to yeah. a lot of people a lot of people send me messages asking you know how to kind of get started and it's just you just you do it yeah. and you suck at it and then keep you doing, keep doing it. it and then for, you for eternity yeah, yeah. <laughs> just so uh yeah that was the album uh made it let's see made it in a in a bedroom um okay. i was do you want me to talk about like the stuff behind does, it like the, yeah does it have like a meaning oh. for you um yeah yeah it's yeah, I mean, yeah it's dark but yeah basically um so I'm going along in my life and then I get to my freshman year in college mm -hmm. and I start going into these periods of time where I'm not sleeping um, yeah. for long stretches and I was kind of strange and started to mess me up and um, then I got oh. to my sophomore year and I started mm -hmm. kind of having the opposite of those where I was, you know, uh, didn't have any energy and, you know, had like bad thoughts, but nothing like not quite suicidal yeah. yet, but just like a slow, slow dive. Um, and then that got worse and worse and worse. Started seeing a psychiatrist, uh, started taking medicines. The first couple that I tried didn't really do anything or made it worse. Um, and how old were you then, uh, Roland? I guess I was 19. Okay, yeah. Um, so things are heading south, not really clear what's going on. And then I start doing um, something called rapid cycling, where mm -hmm. you move from depression to hypomania really quickly. Um, real quick on the on the mania thing, just for people who don't know, um, in, a, yeah. in a bipolar disorder, the mania mm -hmm. is the up stage where you you know, have these really big yeah, grandiose you're, thoughts. You're and, yeah. yeah, exactly. Anyway, so going through that, uh, I get the diagnosis uh, as bipolar, which is good because then I can, you know, get um, the meds that actually work, but still struck out on the first couple uh, meds. And so that was the end of my sophomore year in college. Mm -hmm. um, and I... Uh, was admitted to, um, you know, the inpatient mental hospital at Tufts there in yeah, Boston. Yeah, yeah. 
and uh, that was pretty tough and then got out and then that following summer was really when the depression just um, completely took over got that. Um, mm. and that was that was brutal that was the worst time of my life I hope that I never yeah, can imagine yeah feel anything yeah. like that again but I think as long as I do what I need to do I want anyway um, so are you in a better place now yeah, yeah yeah i mean how are you feeling now yeah i mean I, I you know i still have plenty of issues but i think with with medicines i don't I, i think it's like basically impossible that i'll ever feel as bad as i did without medicines you know what i mean um so mm -hmm. i'm just way better equipped um and you, you obviously just... um roland if you don't want to speak about something um you know um yeah of course you feel just, uncomfortable just tell us and we'll just skip Yeah, no, it's it's totally cool. I don't I, I've like talked about this and wrote about it and talked to so many people that it like yeah. it really it really doesn't um and I, I you know, it's just uh yeah, yeah, you're, yeah. you're cool with yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um and I feel like anyone who listens to my music like knows sort of the energy you know what I mean? Like it, it'd be pretty hard yeah, to Yeah, yeah, no, no, totally. Um and... yeah, your music is, you know, um I would say melancholic, but it's that i don't know how to define this like you know the um sad music but like pleasant music right yeah do you know what i mean like that sad pleasant yeah. music like you know it's sad but you want to listen to it more yeah yeah so <laughs> that's yeah that's that that was the literally yeah, it's me. Some, uh, weirdly yeah, comfortable and somehow it's comforting but yeah you know it's it's really heavy stuff at the end of the day yeah and, oh, i definitely uh, tried to uh make it to comfort myself that was the whole point of it um yeah, and but can in... i ask you a question sure yeah i'm uh, i'm curious Did, would you say that um music uh like your your first album uh it that that's uh something you did after you felt better or that's something right that right yeah yeah so so it got this, you through this, yeah. your your process Um, yeah, so in this timeline um, that, I'm, that I'm going through, the, this is the next part is where the album's actually made. So that yeah. summer um, yeah. is a disaster, but, you know, it is what it is. Finally, um, that fall, get on the medicines that are working and start to clear up, start to come out of the episode and kind of return to some level of normalcy. But the mm -hmm. doctor I was working with was like, You know, you're still pretty unstable, so you need to be on a very strict sleeping regimen. Um, you can't be drinking, you can't be getting high, all this type of stuff. Yeah. Um, and I was now a junior in college. I was only going to college part-time um, because I, you know, everything was still pretty... Um, yeah, difficult. Fucked, yeah, but yeah. anyway, so that's when I started actually making the album. So I was out of the episode and I had this sort of collection of memories and impressions that I needed to sort through, you know, anytime something significant mm -hmm. happens, you don't really deal with it as it's happening. You deal with it like yeah, once you've stabilized after. after. So yeah, once I was stable, I start, you know, sort of investigating those emotions a little bit more trying to figure out um, exactly how to express them. And then, you know, when you learn how to express them, you can also sort of communicate them back to yourself and, and it just allows you to really make sense of things. You externalize it and then you can like sort of, um, bring yeah, this it back is, this is very you. interesting. I think yeah. the, 
because it, something like this um is i have been through something like that not that not that uh, bad luckily but uh the thing about um sharing it the thing about trying to express it in some way is that you do it for um, for other people as much as you do it for yourself because it's right. uh, it's really something that that helps you but it's something that you do it because you want, maybe because you want also other people to to see it because it's creative expression so yeah. the, the basis is that but it's really something also you do for yourself and uh, and it's i it it helped me a lot too in uh, when i when i had problems with with uh, with this stuff and um, i think it's very very interesting it's uh, it's fascinating i don't have the capacity to go into depth technically with it but sure it's really fascinating yeah i think it, it's weird i mean i think before i ever had any significant amount of suffering in my life i didn't really know what the point of art was like it's it's pleasant to experience yeah. it and everything but i had never seen it as something that was really necessary in order to um sort of get past to certain go things on, yeah um but I think the, the, like whenever I was in the hospital, there was all this stuff about like art therapy and whatever. Um, and it was just interesting that like, when you go to like a normal therapy and someone asks you to explain sort of what's going on with you, mm -hmm. a lot of your chaotic thoughts obviously have to organize themselves in order to be stated. So you have to take yeah. everything and put it into sentences and Yes, yes, yes. Um, and it's the same thing with art where you have to ask yourself, like, what am I really trying to say here? Um, and by doing that, you learn a lot about your subconscious. Because I think, like, basically art is just, you know, the subconscious coming forward and directly entering into the world. So if you make good, real art, you can learn a lot about your own subconscious. You know, like, I would write a lyric that was really dark, but it felt true. And then I was like, yeah. damn, okay. Yeah, you like, you realized after, tough, you're like, oh. I guess, yeah, that's the truth of yeah. that, yeah, so. Yeah, it's almost like you, <laughs> you, you don't know, like, you notice things after you, you write them down, right? It's just, it's not, it's not immediate. You, you, yeah. re you, you read them and then you're like, whoa, did I really yeah. just like, think that like does that thought come into my head and because this is it's you don't notice it it's it's strange but yeah, yeah i totally right. agree with your point i really think that the subconscious exists very separately from kind of who we think we are yeah that's and can that's really operate experience too. freely um so you have to sort of learn about it like it's something separate from you or at mm -hmm. least that's how i've, I've always felt about it because yeah, oh. yeah. Um, you know the um, the green circle mm. of the album. What yeah. what's the meaning behind that? Nothing. No meaning. Nothing. Nah. <laughs> I I. Why you just the, put a circle? I just I just put a circle on there, and I <laughs> I think one of the things about like my version of making art, and there are obviously infinite ways to do it, mm. is to try to get sort of higher thinking and consciousness out of the way and just let the stuff kind of bubble up. So I made the circle and it felt like 
that's what this album that is a good um visual representation, representation of this album yeah. i don't know why i don't know why i still don't know why but when i look at it i'm like of course that's it obviously. feels right yeah it and, feels right but if you think uh, about it like it's a simple it's a simple picture but which compares with your album which is everything but simple it's mm -hmm. you know the lyrics in your songs like happy life for example they're complex that they're, they're easy to understand maybe but you know the thinking behind whilst writing them it's it's on another level of complexity do you get what i mean of course yeah um but i think the album cover also is very um there's a high risk for distraction or um misrepresentation you know and there's you you see sometimes i think album covers where the cover and the music are really at odds with each other and it, it has a like i just didn't want like the cover of this album is not the point you want people to listen to your music and not concentrate on the you know yeah the i album. think yeah the you, you want an, an inobtrusive so. cover let's say yeah, yeah. the less yeah the less you do on the cover the less likely it is to detract from the music I th maybe i i'm hmm. literally throwing that out but i just i just knew as yeah soon no, as that I makes made sense the circle i was like this is a, this is it. and it's funny too because it's all it's very natural because i put everything i had into making the music and i didn't really care what the cover was and then i drew that and i was like this is perfect i love it i'm not going to overthink this um and even now i I don't regret it at all. I'm very happy that I didn't try to turn the cover into some sort of thing it wasn't meant to be. Well, yeah, that is actually which is good. Ron, amazing. Is, yeah. Um, yeah, I I I love the cover artwork. I th I, I thought there was a meaning behind. Okay, so yeah. um, I mean there is. It's, it's very it's interesting. No, 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 yeah, yeah. It's not like a conscious, like explicit. And this even happens. Like I'll write songs that feel true and I don't actually even know what they're about until a couple months down the road where I look like this is what was happening in my life. These are the lyrics I wrote and I'm like, oh, oh. okay. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what that's about, <laughs> so. Okay, um, okay, so can we talk about, or can you talk about anyway, um, two of songs you wrote? In particular, the ones uh, that me and Sev love the most, basically. Yeah. Um, so my favorite song is Happy Life. Mm -hmm. So um, do you want to talk about how you wrote that song? And then maybe and then we talk about uh, the other song, which is Lily's, which is uh, Sevalo's yeah. favorite song. Oh, um, yeah. OK. Uh, Happy Life. How did I write the song? Uh... So um, there's like there's um there's a part of the song which is um the end okay um the li the last lyrics the last few uh, phrases you write are beautiful let me just say this um which are before you ask it let me have it give me nothing but let me know you and i will be there just let me show you okay yeah so how did you get these where did these uh phrases come from i i have no idea i don't know how it works like I, I just feel a very regular pull towards mm -hmm. being either in front of, of a piano or, or with a guitar. Like I'll, I'll, 
you know, walk downstairs to my room to get something, and then I'll just get sidetracked and pick up a guitar, and I'll just, um, so, you know, you just, and then event, it, it, it's strange because you, I've never really tried to write a song, I think, um, so I just, I'm trying to, I, so I remember, just happens. Yeah, I remember the day when I first wrote that, like, I can be there, I can be there. Like, um, I was in, they they had these piano, um, piano rooms in the bottom of the College of Fine Fine Arts uh, at at BU. Um, And I wasn't in that school, so I had to, like, always kind of sneak in, but (laughs) they had nice pianos down there. So anyway, I would go down there in between class and... Um, just mess around and at some point I, this is usually how it works like I'm playing and then my hands keep going but I start thinking about other stuff and in that moment when I'm sidetracked I think my consciousness kind of splits and then I have my hands playing and I think the subconscious can kind of like crawl out at that point and then I zone back in to playing and I've discovered something that's really good. Yeah, so, actually um, I can relate to that. It's uh, I do it with kind of with um, photography. I am a photography enthusiast, and sometimes mm. I edit. Well, when I paint something on Photoshop, I notice that I just zone out and you know I kind of snap back and I have something on on the canvas yeah. and uh, yeah, it's it's actually yeah like very very crazy. It's yeah. Uh, it's fascinating. Again, I said it a thousand times, but really, it's uh, I cannot understand it, but it's uh, yeah, wow. It's very yeah, and that's it's so so difficult to try to do it. Yeah, um, yeah, you, know. you don't try to do it like it just happens. Sometimes yeah. you just you're just in, in the mood for it, or, and then you know yeah. if mood is the right word. Yeah, it's a beautiful, very mysterious, sometimes magical feeling thing when you yeah. do something like the best stuff that I've ever done. The most valuable things I've ever created were all by accident, you know? Like, there is just some sort of inherent uh, mystery to that. That lack of lack of intention creating the best um, possible thing, so. Thank you for that, Ronan. Mm-hmm. Um, so, what, talking about, speaking always about uh, RP life. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, oh, right, I can go into more depth on that if you... so can you just tell us what what is the song about um i mean it's, because from your yeah. website we we read is divided in three yeah different yeah. parts so um that's it's interesting um but i think i'm not sure what the timeline was but um yeah it's divided into three parts which kind of loosely represent like the three stages of uh the bipolar disorder so the first one is kind of manic it's like all of this very flowery language um mm-hmm. it's like sort of beautiful and a little bit um exaggerated i guess and then the center part is sort of a euthymic state where you're sort of down to earth and you know, like I can be there, all my secrets, come and see them. Like it's it's still beautiful, but it seems a little more like on the ground. And then the last one is sort of more depressing. Like a picture of a broken boy with dreams of things he can't enjoy. 
speaking words mm-hmm. he won't fulfill. You know, like that's just like ah, uh, you know what? Actually, I don't really know if I'm capable of being there. Um, because I'm saying I can be there, but I also know that I have uh, a lot of issues. So, you know, and then I think the final lines are, are a nice resolution to that. It's like, well, you know what? All of this stuff, yeah, it's, it's, it is what it is. But some people will go their whole lives and then die without feeling a love this strong. So, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, it's basically just about, you know, being in a relationship with, with someone you really love, but also, um, sort of starting to navigate um, a bipolar disorder, so. Is there, is there somebody you really love then? Yeah, I don't know, that was, that was my girlfriend at the time. Oh, I, okay, loved, okay, I okay. loved very deeply, yeah. Interesting. Okay, thank you, Roland. And uh, can we talk about Lilies? Because that's another good song. Yeah, yeah. Lilies. Savalo's favorite, I, so. I mean, it's mainly is my favorite because I kind of uh, I kind of relate to it. So mm-hmm. you know, just that's just kind of um, listening to it. Because it, it 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 sounds beautiful. Then uh, also reading the description of your on your oh, website. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, it a lot like it made sense. Like I was yeah. like, oh shit, that actually that actually happens. <laughs> and uh, sometimes and uh, yeah. And I don't know. It, it just it just. Again, maybe it's kind of subconscious, but it just took me, it just struck me, you know, it surprised me and it's like, shit, that's, of course, that shit happened yeah. sometimes, yeah. Um, yeah, do you want me to just give that primer that's on the website? Uh, yeah, that's great, that's great. I can just say yeah, yeah, stuff. that's fine. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so basically, one of the weirdest parts that I found with depression is doing things that always made you happy and nothing happens it kind of is like you have these buttons Mm -hmm. let's say and they're very reliable and you know that you know if you eat let's see a a piece of cake you'll always like it so you can always press that button um and then eventually i'll or not eventually but in that scenario all the buttons stop working and you don't really even know why they worked in the first place so you're not sure how to fix them yeah um so, but yeah, I, you know, there's, I, my family and I go up to, uh, the shore in Massachusetts and, um, it's away from sort of light pollution. So the stars are always just amazing. And throughout my entire life, I've never looked at those stars and not felt mm-hmm. a lot, you know, like just, it, they're literally cosmic. It's magical. It's amazing how big the universe is and everything, you know, there's, Plenty of reactions have that. But anyway, um, that summer, yeah. the really bad one, I remember looking at those stars, and it was no different from looking at a blank concrete wall. And that was kind of a huge bummer. Actually, it was a, it was a huge bummer. And that kind of just kept happening, you know, with different parts of my life. But that one really, because I was like, I have never, never, never looked at this and Nothing. felt. Yeah. Nothing. And actually, that's, it's that's not about painful. feeling sad, right? It's like literally yeah. feeling nothing. Like it's it's different. I I think, yeah. Yeah, like yeah. Empty. That's what I, I I try to explain that to people with like depression and sadness. In my experience, at least, have very 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 little in common. They look similar um, to an outside viewer because there's yeah. a lot of crying and 
you know, laying around and, and lack of energy. But I've been I've been really, really sad for natural reasons in my life. And that is nothing. Absolutely nothing compared to the depression. In terms of like actual suffering, you know? Yeah, I feel um, like I feel I can understand. Honestly, I have I have never uh, had a medical uh, visit on it. I I've never been diagnosed, so I don't know what I had. But it's just, um, yeah, it's just you're not you're not feeling any emotion. You're not feeling sad. You're not feeling happy. You're not feeling. You're just existing there, and it's like it's it's painful. It's painful, but it's and you you don't know why. You don't know how. You don't know how to fix it. You don't know how to. It's like right. You're just existing and you're just in the universe yeah. and uh, it's pretty bad yeah i felt it i felt that my version of that like it felt a lot more active like there were there were days when i felt mm -hmm. nothing and those were tough but there were also days where i just had this incredible overwhelming just sense of psychological pain that I have never experienced during euthymia uh. and that I think was when it was really like screaming desire to uh, die like those those days it was not it was not nothing it was it felt very very loud um, like a level of physical pain that I, I know a lot of people who have struggled with depression uh, and don't exactly relate to that moment I think you know and depression takes mm -hmm. so many different forms but it felt like for me, there were the numb days and those were tough. But then there were these other days where I was just like in an incredible amount of pain. And the only thing I could think about was death. All, I was just like, I'll do anything for <laughs> something to kill me. Like I would do absolutely anything. Um, and I think those days were, um, I, would, I would do a lot of numb days before I would take one of those, mm. I think. Okay. Okay, yeah, sorry to cut you off. The stuff you were saying was very good. I... Um... Okay, so, um, well, I guess I'll uh, redo the question then. <laughs> yeah, it's a good question. Okay, so, question. Uh, I, I was very interested in what you thought about uh, this thing, is that also me, when I went through periods of, uh, again, I don't want to call it depression because I don't know if it actually was periods of sadness, I felt this need uh, of sharing it and or expressing myself through various means of uh, creative expression. And um, I've always wondered what pushes people to really want to share what you went through. And uh, I think it's because you really want to, you really want your suffering to have something that means, uh, to have a meaning right. and uh, to have something to show for it. Uh, all your suffering was not in vain because while you're through it, it all just seems really meaningless. It all just seems really like there's nothing you've got nothing to show for it. And so to have something beautiful, to have something that you can be proud of, to come out of this um, experience, I think it's. Uh, I think that's that could be one of the reasons. And I was interested in uh, what you thought about it, basically. Yeah, I think you're exactly right. Um, yeah, it's like you're. My life was going, you know, as it normally would, should have been going as, as I would have expected. Um, and then out of nowhere comes this 
you know, um, disastrous thing. And then that, after a long journey of, you know, years and whatever, mm-hmm. uh, comes to an end. And so, and it seemed unacceptable just to have this terrible thing happen. And then I'm trying to restart my life. I'm way farther, further back than where I would have assumed I would be. And then the idea then of creating something good out of that becomes obviously way more attractive mm-hmm. because otherwise it's just a dent in your life. Yeah. That is not, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is there a I way do. to spin it? Um, I think that's kind of what you're talking about. Like, yeah, it is. It is, it is. You just have this, is there any way that this could be anything other than just terrible? Yeah, that's, that's um, a great description. And making art out of it is that. Um, but I also, I think that urge to communicate is something I've thought about a lot. Mm-hmm. And like, any time anything happens in your life that is somewhat significant, there is an urge to talk about it um, that I think is just kind of hardwired, like, if you see something interesting on the way home, you know, you maybe like tell your brother when you get there. Yeah. If you're looking out a window and you see a beautiful rainbow, you're like, hey, everyone, like, come look at this thing, you know? So there's just that need to share, and I think it's very grounding um, and obviously makes you feel connected to other people. And those are kind of small scale things, obviously. Um, but I think that same principle applies to large scale things as well. It's just like, I cannot, if I, if I don't connect with other people over this thing, the loneliness of that is just too much. I have to feel like, you know, I don't know if you, if you went through life and things happened to you and you weren't able to share them with people, it would just be brutal. And I think that's why the, but I I wanted to go back to that thing that you said, like, I don't know if I can call it depression. Sure. Let's, let's. Like, I was, like, very depressed for a very long time. Mm-hmm. Not, like, full-blown, but, like, not, not as bad as it was going to be, but still very bad. And I had a really hard time um, just giving myself that, you know? And just permitting myself to say those words. And there's something, like, I, I know, like... Um, there's something I think tied up in masculinity for me that was, it was really hard for me to admit that I was quote unquote, as I thought too weak to uh, deal with this myself, you might think. Hmm. And then of course I realized later that it's the easy way out is to pretend that it's not there. The actually difficult thing, yeah, the hard to thing put into you it. Know, yeah. to do is to do something about it and um, talk about it as, that's the true bravery but anyway just in case there's anyone listening that's like yeah like i i might be depressed but i don't really know if i want to like go all the way there you know for for any reasons not just my reasons it can't really hurt you to at least investigate it you know like you maybe you get in front of uh, you know a therapist or psychologist you tell them what's going on and they're like yeah i mean you're just going through a tough time you don't have depression it's like okay great that's fine that didn't hurt me at all um but maybe you know like i i was i had that sleep issue back when i was a freshman and um i went to do a sleep study um 
because they would, it was a free evaluation if, you know, whatever. So I'm getting evaluated to join the study and this woman is like, you know, and she was a psychiatrist and she was like, you're not, we can't let you into the study because you're, you know, severely depressed. And I was like, I'm not depressed. Like, what are you talking about? You know, and I didn't, I just fought it for as long as I possibly could. I was like, I'm not depressed. I can do this. Like I can, I can, you know, make this happen. I'm going to power through this. Everybody feels this way sometimes, you know, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. I, but, but I can you can you do it on your own or do you need it, I mean, assistance? I don't, I can't say for certain. I think my personal, like if, I, if you're bipolar, it's, it's very unlikely that you're going to be able to lead a normal, stable life without medical intervention. Mm. You know, I think a lot of people have depressive episodes in their lives that maybe like, but for the bipolar thing, at least it's, it's chronic and it's lifelong. It's, it's mostly genetic. Like if you, you can try to fight it, but it'll destroy you. Um, I can't say that, but I also just think that like, yeah, there is just a lot of avoidable pain, you know, yeah. like even if you could, you know, you could maybe get through a depressive episode by yourself, but, but why, if you don't have you? to be yeah. depressed, why yeah. not, you know, yeah, yeah. like it's, it's, it's like, you know, like if I came over there and stabbed you, could you maybe heal without stitches? Maybe. Yeah. But why wouldn't you just get stitches and make it easier for yeah. yourself? You yeah, know? that's a very um, there's a strange example. resilience True. or resistance yeah. that people have. They're like, maybe I can do this. <laughs> like, why? Why? There are so many people. Yeah, they're you're not the first person to feel mm -hmm. these things. People there's have an been easier path. stuff yeah. since forever, and there are entire fields of medicine and science that are devoted to these things. And people who have gone and done this before you. Um, help create those fields and you can pull on those experiences and the professional sort of body um, of thought that resulted from them and just make it a little easier for yourself. Like there's no, yeah, there's there's, no shame I, I just don't yeah, think yeah. that there's, yeah, mm. people. And I felt so much shame and it's almost like, like we were talking earlier, like I was saying all this stuff and you guys were like, look, like if this is personal to you. Um, we don't have to talk about it, which I totally respect, but I think it's super useful to me to talk about it. Like it's no big deal. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I agree. I agree. To just be 100%. like, you know, I, I can just, you want This is what yeah, happened I think to me. this is true I'll for everything, is... but actually like every yeah. topic from the lightest to the darkest, hardest topics, it should be talked about freely. Yeah. Yeah. There's a song on this next album called Believe Me that I think you both will really appreciate it. This is, that's what this is about. Oh. That, this is what that song is about. Wow, sneak peek, um, nice. It's about diagnosis, but, um, but it also just about like, like the one line is like, I don't mean to ask for help I don't deserve. Like so many people have it worse, you know, like, you know, you're thinking like, do I deserve to feel this bad? Like, don't I have a good life? Oh whatever. yeah, yeah, so much. And then so you get much. the diagnosis, mm -hmm. you yeah. know? And you get the diagnosis and it's like, no, 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 this is real. This is not something other people deal with. You know, like it's, it's a disability, you have a disorder, you don't have to live with it, but it's legit. You know, it's super validating to, I think, have a professional just say, yep. You know, or even with trauma sometimes, like, you know, something bad happens to you 
And you're like, yeah, everybody has bad stuff mm-hmm. happen to them, blah, 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 blah. But then you get in front of a professional and they're like, no, like what happened to you was terrible. And your reaction to it is terrible. It's not, you know. Yeah, yeah, um, I get it. I totally get just it. Just that whole, I think it's super important. And it's so harmless. Like if, I, it's, it's, it'd be really, it would take me a while to find out. Like there are definitely bad therapists. There are definitely bad mm-hmm. psychiatrists. And, you know, that's, that's out there. But like, I think it's pretty unusual that people go to therapy and things get worse. I know that I know from personal experience that you can take certain psychiatric medicines and things get worse. Um, and that's just part of the game, unfortunately, but I don't know. I don't know. That's kind of a rant sort of disconnected, but yeah. Anyway, so, but just that, I, that thing that you were saying is something that I went through and I wish someone would have been like, no, you're depressed and you don't have to feel this way. And I'm not saying that's what happened to you or, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, it yeah, seems yeah. like you've pulled out of it on your I, own. I mean, I have, um, uh, of course, uh, not complete some sometimes they just feel bad that's that's normalistic i have but uh i cannot say i've done it on my own i i can say that uh, through multiple other people i have taken some ah, inspiration is not the right word but there there has been uh, multiple other people involved in my process of kind of getting out of this and on my own i wouldn't have i probably wouldn't have gotten out of it to be honest so yeah, and it's like I, I I agreed with what you said uh, about not really feeling validated in uh, in your uh, in your in your feelings because you, you you're like what the fuck am I complaining for? I am uh, I live right. a great life. Why why the fuck should I complain about this? I should be happy all the time. I should be grateful for all the yeah. millions of things I have. And yeah, and that's yeah. maybe that kind of stops you from talking about it stops you from from trying to get yeah, help and yeah you're just punishing yourself yeah you just keep punishing and yourself I, I think the gratitude thing is like you know like and, and there the, there are a lot of people that you'll interact with who aren't equipped to help you and they'll even tell you things like that you know people will be like well why aren't you like grateful that you know um you have like a whatever like this good yeah, thing yeah, in your yeah. life i'll just leave it general so whatever and it's like i am grateful yeah, that it's I have not that. about that but that does yeah. not cancel out you know it's like if i go into the hospital i'm having a heart attack and they're like well you should just be grateful you don't have cancer. <laughs> it's like yeah I, I am grateful i don't have cancer but i'm having a heart attack like it, it doesn't cancel out like i can you know yeah, totally so i i you can be very grateful for everything you have and like that's the other thing like depression and like like bipolar disorders schizophrenia they don't care how great your life is and the other thing is like it doesn't like think about like the stars thing Mm -hmm. the stars you know from lilies are beautiful and magical but it doesn't matter if your brain doesn't appreciate that like it's like if you were you know you're a blind person and someone puts this beautiful painting in yeah, front of you. Yeah. And they're like, how can, you know, and you're like, I can't see it. It doesn't matter how beautiful True. it is. And they're like, well, what if we like put it over here? Or we like put the light in it, blah, blah, blah. It's like, no, no, it just doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter how great your life is if like the command center for all of it is, is malfunctioning, you know? That's a great so. example, yeah. Um, I have a question, it may be dumb, 
No, probably. Uh, maybe a dumb question, but so I consider mm -hmm. myself sure. lucky because I've never felt this way, okay? But this leads to a question, which is where does everything start? Where does this circle, cycle of depression start? Is there something that yeah. causes it? Does it start on um, its own? I think for me, like, it's hard. I, like, I think the two main factors for me are, and for most people, are genetics and environment. Um, so the bipolar thing is about like 60% genetic. Um, and I also talk about that on some of the, the new material that's like, there's a line that's like managing what can't be cured was born with me when I was born. That was like, this was probably going to happen to me. Like, and it usually springs up around 18 to 24. That's like the normal mm -hmm. age. Um, and you know, I have a lot of cousins who are bipolar. And so that is genetic. And, but I think with depression, it's tough when it's unclear whether it's genetic or environmental. Like whenever I was reading, whenever the first DSM came out that included depression, all of these psychiatrists like wrote back and they were like, I have, you know, patients who are, they're, they're not depressed, they're just grieving. Like, you know, maybe their, their parent died or like one of their children died. Do they qualify for depression? And it's like a tough line because obviously you're gonna feel terrible after that it doesn't mean it's necessarily a medical event um so it starts but at the same time if you have the genetic predisposition things that would be okay for other people aren't okay for you you know yeah so like one of the interesting you'll see like drug induced not drug induced but like if you have schizophrenia you can sort of activate it yeah with, with uh, psychedelic yeah, yeah, drugs yeah. You know, mm -hmm. and then so other people will take those same drugs and they'll be fine. You'll take those drugs and sort of turn this thing on. And so is it environmental? Technically, it was something that came from the environment, but you have yeah, this predisposition yeah, to it that mm -hmm. was pretty hardwired. Um, but I'm not qual I'm not really qualified. I mean, that, I don't think that's a question that has a definitive answer. Um, and I, even if there was, I wouldn't be qualified to explain it, but referencing my own thing is, is something that I can do. And I think it was genetic, um, in that genetic segment of it, I can't do anything about that, but I can try to control my environment, um, moving forward, knowing that that also plays a role, but I don't, it can start with like with, with my thing, it was basically, I was a ticking time bomb. Once I oh. hit that age range, it was probably going to happen. Mm. Um, and of course, like I used to obsess over like what specific environmental things set it off. Is there any way this could have been avoided? And I think it was further validating that it was like, yeah, maybe, but you know, not really. It's pretty, yeah. it's pretty, pretty genetic. So, but I, I, I would encourage everyone to definitely at least check out their family history. I think especially for bipolar and schizophrenia, that is something that. It is good yeah, to that's know, a great PSA, uh, definitely. Especially if you're moving, yeah, if you're moving into check the yourself twenty-four range. always. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Ron. Yeah. Um, Severo, do you have any more questions? I had one. I had one just uh, about your uh, your new stuff. Um, oh yeah. Because uh, now that you're uh, kind of through this uh, this 
period you went through. Uh, it's kind of mm -hmm. like the album is the the manifest to to this period, and now you've moved on. And so your new songs yeah. are kind of uh, kind of a new season, we could say, of uh, yeah. of your life. And um, do you feel like because this uh, your first album, there were years of um, of emotions behind it, you know. Uh, so do yeah. you feel like with your new music you will be able to convey as much uh, strength and as much power uh, in uh, uh, in what in what you might feel now than you did with your first one? That's an interesting question. Yeah. So the the strength of the emotion, yeah, that's interesting. Well, there I think the one thing that I'll say is that I had another pretty big depressive episode mm. in 2019. Mm -hmm. um, so that you know, it wasn't as bad as the first one, but it was still pretty tough. But the other factors that I... Th so first of all, like, I think the simple answer is... I don't think there's a simple answer. Just in maybe. that specific lane. Yeah. Yeah. The, yeah I, I would say I, I won't write about the same things, but I can still experience very deep emotions and the other thing is i'm actually i'm a, I'm a much more capable songwriter than i mm. was so even if i have less emotional input yeah things happening but they're also i don't know I, I don't know i don't think so like when i listen to this stuff now um that i've been working on the singles i think like the be fine brick by brick gates of cloud were a lot of experimentation with different styles and different structures mm -hmm. and they're good i i, I love those good, songs yeah. but they aren't they don't have that that gravity that sewing kit does i don't yeah think. I, um, yeah that's why i asked you this question because yeah. i maybe i i cannot explain it but there is something that the that yeah the, uh, your first yeah. album has that i don't know if it missing it is, is the right word i don't yeah, know i, I think the first album is I think the first album is much more emotional. Yeah. I can feel, you know, through the music, um, I can actually, you know, feel what you're yeah. feeling, which is uh, something that not every artist is able to right. communicate. Um, but yeah, I think that's the yeah. difference, Sevilla. Uh, yeah, what, what, I what think that the, the next, like those, okay, so just in terms of like my life, so I moved out to LA um, and I was, sort of writing and I was producing with other people. I wasn't fully in my element. And, you know, the music industry right now is favors singles very heavily, but I'm not a single person. You know, I, I make albums, that's, that's kind of where I thrive. Um, but I moved back to Pennsylvania and in this album, I really took my time. Like I made it by myself again with, with some help, but it was basically just me in there, and so I think that it, I think it accomplishes um, what Sewing Kit did. I know a, a couple of the songs I think are absolutely on par, if if not. But also I think, like the other day, I, I was just looking at these certain things, and I was looking at um, there's like a there's a scale of sensitivity basically, and it's like I think it's mm -hmm. negative seven to seven or whatever. And it's just like a little internet like quiz that some psychologist made up. So I go and take it. Yeah. And obviously I score the highest and it's like you are an incredibly sensitive person, which I am. Um, and so whatever I happen to be going through, I will probably be 
um, heavily, you know, hyper, and that's part of the yeah. disorder is, mm-hmm. is fragility. Like, you know, I have to take these meds exactly how they need to be taken and like stay super stable. And if I deviate from that at all, I'm at risk, um, you know, mm. but the upside of being incredibly sensitive is that you're also very sensitive to the positive aspects. So you can enjoy art to a much greater extent mm. than other people who aren't as sensitive. Um, you can appreciate beauty and experience love in ways that less sensitive people can't. Um, so as long as, I mean, as long as that's the case, I feel like anything that happens to me, um, will, you know, be experienced to the fullest and then be written about in, in beautiful ways. Uh, but also the disorder, like I'm not really out of the woods, Yeah. you know? Like it's it 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 crops up in my yeah, life. Yeah, I mean maybe a lot. It's not as bad. Would you as it ever was, be? That's the thing. That's uh, it's kind of uncertain. It's, yeah, uh, I, I get I get sometimes back into it too. It's uh, it's just you just you just yeah. don't know. Maybe maybe not. I know it's tough. I mean I there's this there's a song called Ceremonies, um, and one of the lyrics is like you will never get your old life back. And for me, I think like the, the medicines that I take, like I take a lot of mood stabilizers mm-hmm. and like a lot of whatever. And I talk to my doctors, I'm like, will I ever not have to take medicine? And they're like, no, like this is, you know, and that to me is like a representation that you're, for, for, and for my thing, like, I'm never out of the woods. You know, I'll be 60 and I'll still, I, I actually, one of my, a person I know who has, um, you know, a bipolar disorder went for 20 years without any issues and then, uh, makes a move in their life and bam, they're right back, you know, huge episode. And so that, that part, I still have not gotten over that to me is so that's just such a bummer. It's such a colossal bummer. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that's kind of what this album is about as well. It's like, <laughs> I don't know, you're, just, you're just not really ever out of the woods. <laughs> it's, just, it's just perpetual. Yeah. Like, that sucks. <laughs> so, anyway, yeah. Well, again, at least you can make something beautiful about it. Yeah, I have to. I have to make beautiful stuff about you it. You have to. The, and you have be so far. Yeah. So. Yeah, I think you guys will be very pleased with the material that's set for release this I year. I have no problem believing it, yeah. When uh, when is it getting released? Um, I don't know. Ooh. I don't know. But it'll be... I, someone asked me this on Twitter, and I said, um, later than you'd like, but sooner than you'd think. And I think... <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> that's a very good that, answer. I would say I was very proud of that, because that is exactly true. Um... Well, Roland, hurry up because you can't just throw out a bomb like that and then have <laughs> to wait. <laughs> yeah, man. So, uh, yeah. But yeah, um, Savolo, do you have any more questions? Well, uh, actually, I have millions of questions, but <laughs> I feel like uh, I feel like we have uh, we have taken enough of your time and uh, well, we've been here for we've been here for an, <laughs> hour, an hour, so. Uh, yeah. Um, thank you thank you so much for uh, for this yeah, conversation yeah, yeah it's been you. wildly interesting and uh, i'm always looking for an interesting conversation so of course where, really, are, you, really wait, where you. are you guys from uh i'm based in london now yeah so I'm, I'm i live 
Well, I used to live with uh, with several. Yeah, I'm from Italy, Milan. and I live in Italy. Oh, and, okay. Uh, yeah, so we, you're you're, we but you're together both in raised Italy. in Italy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Yeah, yeah. Well, if I ever come to Italy. Yeah, yeah you've got a place I to can stay. I offer you a oh, pizza, um... Roland. <laughs> <laughs> but um, listen, course. Roland, um, it's been an honor having you here. Yeah. Thank you very much. Thank and listen, Absolutely. if you want to join us again, don't hesitate. Yeah. Like, you know, I'll ask you again. Don't don't tell me no. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you can uh, maybe let's let's uh, let's hang again after the album comes out, and you guys can tell me what you think. That'll that would be amazing. That would be amazing. Let's plan to do that. That'll be good. That'll be good. Yeah. Thank you very much. And cool. um, right. for anyone who wants to follow Roland, follow him on Instagram, Roland Font. Right. Um, yeah. Yeah. F A U N T E. Yes. Right. So. Follow him on well YouTube, Spotify. You'll find them everywhere. Um, and please listen to his songs, especially yeah. Happy Life, because you know that's my favorite <laughs> one. But um, all his Definitely songs are just beautiful uh, to listen and to understand. And uh, yeah, yeah. And oh, RolandFound.com if you want to get some merch. Uh, RolandFound nice store, I think dot com is the merch one. And then RolandFound. Wait, let me. Oh, okay, okay, that. okay. Perfect. Let me see. Yeah, RolandFoundStore.com. My bad. Yeah. Sorry. No, it's, 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 I don't know why it's a separate website. I should fix it. And um, yeah, Roland, also, we've just opened a new yeah. Instagram uh, page for the podcast. Please please follow it or you sure. know, just follow it. For yeah, what, what is it? One mic. One mic for two. So it? one is the number, then M I C, and then number four, number two. Okay, one mic. Um, we would like to remind everyone that each month uh, we'll be doing some, you know, prizes, giveaways. For the person who answers oh. um, correctly to the questions after the podcast each week. So, uh, yeah, we call this the Podcast League, in case you were wondering, Roland. You can join as well, you know. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll win some prizes. Um, Wow. But yeah, um, so follow us on Instagram and that's it for today. Sevolo. Um and that's it. Yes. It's a goodbye from M. It is a goodbye from Sev. And a goodbye from Roland. Yes. Thank All you right. very much. Amazing. Goodbye.